Hi, this is Philip Holland, host of Hope for the Day. I'm so excited that you are listening and you have this to look forward to from today's message. If you walk and spend your time with prideful, gossiping friends, you are naturally going to also become a gossiping, prideful person yourself. But the same is true the opposite direction. If you walk humbly with the Son of God, As a servant, you will naturally become a humble servant person yourself. You will walk like those who you walk with. And this is what Jesus wants for all of us in modeling this example of service. Welcome to Hope for the Day with Pastor Philip Holland. Worship, prayer, reading your Bible, serving others, and attending church regularly are all practices that we as followers of Christ strive to incorporate into our daily lives. It is through building habits like these that we are able to stay firm in our faith, trust in God, and live the life that He calls us to live. These habits will help us cast aside anxieties of this world so that we might experience more of the peace of heaven. In this series entitled Holy Habits, we'll focus on developing these holy habits for our lives so that we might have a deeper connection with God. Please enjoy the message. got to the top of the stairs and sees that the towel is still dry and that the water is still clean and hasn't been used, looks at his disciples and every single one of them missed an opportunity to serve. And so then he takes that as an opportunity after supper to be a teaching illustration and an example to set. Now I guarantee you Every single one of the disciples, they've been traveling with Jesus for years, so they probably had their feet washed a lot by servants, so they were used to it at this point. So the one time it doesn't happen, after spending three years with Jesus, the famous rabbi of Israel, they get to a point, and the the book of John tells us just a couple chapters before this, that they were arguing among themselves about who was the best. They get to this point, they go, that's below me now. That's not my job anymore. And so with all that in mind, After supper's done, Jesus stands up, and he starts to make his way back towards the ladder. Maybe they're going, wait, is it time to go? Is he going to teach us something, or are we moving on somewhere else? And they watch him pick up this jar of water and dump it into the bowl, pick up a towel as he takes off his own robe and starts walking towards them. They knew exactly what was about to happen. And they would have immediately felt the conviction that Jesus, their Lord, their teacher is the one taking on the form of a servant to wash their feet. And they go around one by one, and I imagine Jesus took it nice and slow to make the point. And so this goes on, and Jesus does it as an example to set for his people. He not only does it to show us his love, he does it to show us that example of how we can follow by picking up a menial task of doing something for other people just like Jesus himself did. Anybody seen the old uh, Charlotte's Web movie several decades ago? Not the new one, the old classic one, yeah. What's the last word that Templeton the Rat brings to Charlotte to make before she dies? Anybody remember? What's the last word? Humble. Picks up a candy wrapper that says humble, and Charlotte responds at first by saying humble has two meanings. The first means low to the ground. 
Jesus here is doing exactly that. He's showing us his humility by literally making himself low to the ground where the dirt, the feces, the grime was and taking on that role. So the text goes on and Jesus picks it back up. Verse 12, Jesus picks it back up with this teaching opportunity and he says this. When Jesus had finished, when Jesus had washed their feet and put on his outer clothing, he reclined again and said to them, do you know what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are speaking rightly since that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given, an, I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done for you. Truly, I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master, and a messenger is not greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. So Jesus sits back down, and he takes this opportunity to teach and instruct his disciples to do just as he has done for them. Remember, these are Jesus' 12 disciples, right? These are the most important people around Jesus at this time. And he's telling them they need to serve. In other words, this act of service and serving other people is not something reserved for the ultra-righteous or the super-spiritual or paid church staff members. This is a job for all of us as followers of Jesus to follow in Jesus' example. Now, what's interesting about this is the fact that there's a spiritual reality at play behind this idea of following in Jesus' footsteps, right? And that principle is this. I'm going to say it like this. You will walk like those who you walk with. I'm going to say that again. You will walk like those who you walk with. The book of Proverbs says it this way. The one who walks with the wise will become wise, but a companion of fools will suffer, suffer harm. You will naturally become like those that you are walking with, okay? In other words... If you walk and spend your time with corrupt, immoral business professionals, you yourself are naturally going to become a corrupt, immoral business professional. If you walk and spend your time with prideful, gossiping friends, you are naturally going to also become a gossiping, prideful person yourself. But the same is true the opposite direction. If you walk humbly with the Son of God, as a servant, you will naturally become a humble servant person yourself. You will walk like those who you walk with. And this is what Jesus wants for all of us in modeling this example of service. I want to introduce you to my friend Juan. This is not our student pastor Juan, though he is a friend as well. This is Juan the Mason who lives in El Salvador. This picture was taken a couple of weeks ago on our mission trip um, as we were down in the community of Shutia building these latrines. Now, Juan is one of the local masons in the area who works on all kinds of construction projects, but also with these, with these type of construction projects with the mission team. Now, he's also one of the church leaders in the community, so he really is the best of both worlds, and he is just an incredible man, guys. We spent a week with him. He was so incredibly patient with us, teaching us how to mix the cement and lay it properly when he could have and did do this job so much better than us. But well, what was most interesting about Juan's story is I found out while we were down there that oftentimes the local masons hired for these projects will jump ship last second because they can actually make more money doing a different job somewhere else than at the, at the mission trip team. And that's actually what happened to us when we were down there. The, the day of our project, a couple of the masons were not able to make it because they took jobs elsewhere and it kind of messed up the logistics for the whole week. But the person that didn't go anywhere was Juan. 
When Juan could have jumped ship and went and made money somewhere else, he intentionally not only stayed around to do this project, but to make it take even longer by helping us out in the process. Juan is like my friend Eric Bowman. He didn't let his circumstances get the better of him. He chose to, in spite of that, focus on the needs of other people, even people who are not a part of the church, and helping serve them. And that is the type of mentality that Jesus wants for all of us as his followers. To be servants, to be willing to focus on what other people need and not what we want or prefer. Thank you for tuning in to Hope for the Day. Our mission is to offer you hope through Christ-centered biblical preaching. We certainly hope that this broadcast is doing just that for you today. You might not know this, but each of these sermons are recorded live at Valley View Christian Church in the Denver metropolitan area. If you live in the city, we'd love to meet you in person. We offer Sunday services at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. We have programming for children of all ages, dynamic worship, plenty of opportunities to get connected beyond Sundays, outreach initiatives, and much, much more. Do you want to know why we do all that we do? Because so much of our church leadership has had their life changed at a local church. Because it's here that we met Jesus and he changed our lives. And we want Jesus to change your life as well. So attend a service at Valley View Christian Church. We would love to meet you personally. We're located just south of Highlands Ranch off of Highway 85 Santa Fe. You can go to our church's website, valleyviewcc.com for more information. And again, those Sunday service times are at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. Now let's get back to our program. Now, my job as a pastor is to teach you what the Bible says, but then also from there to help you apply what the Bible teaches in different contexts, all right? So that's what we're going to do here for the last 10 minutes or so of the sermon, all right? How can you go about serving other people? Well, to answer this question is actually pretty easy because you can do about a billion things to serve other people, right? You can mow someone's lawn. You can offer childcare for a coworker's kiddos, let them go out on a date night. You can go serve at the local shelter, right? You can bring an elderly person their groceries. There are all kinds of things that you can do. But what's interesting about the Bible is this incredibly strong emphasis that it puts on serving other Christians specifically. The Bible commands us to serve brothers and sisters in Christ first and foremost as an expression of our love and an example of what Jesus did for us before we go out and serve everyone else. Are we supposed to go out there and serve the world and do all these kinds of nice, great things for people? Yes, absolutely. But listen to this verse from the book of 1 Timothy. It says this, but if anyone does not provide for his own family, especially for his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So we're supposed to serve one another first and foremost and allow other types of service to flow out of that. So we want to help make that possible for you in an incredibly practical way this morning, right? If you have not been with us the last couple of weeks, you missed this announcement. Beginning October 1st, we are going to start offering three services on a Sunday morning. We're going to have services at 8, 9.30, and 11. And the long story short, reason for that is because God continues to send some people here as we continue to try and do faithful ministry. So more people keep coming to hear the gospel, to get baptized, to learn what the Bible teaches, and we're running out of room. 
So we need to add a third service in order to make room for that. Now, here's where this comes into play for you guys. The more we put out for the kingdom of God, the more we need to put in as well. And so we, what we want you guys to consider at this time and in the next few months is to help make that possible for our third service. Because the reality is, guys, all of this that you get to experience and be a part of here on a Sunday morning, the music, the teaching, the coffee, the donuts, your kids doing stuff over in the class, classrooms right now, all of it is only possible because there are people like you sitting where you're at that have stood up and said, I want to serve like Jesus and help make this possible. And so if we want that to continue, we need to have more people sign up to be able to help make that possible. All right? So I'm going to say it like this. This is my big idea. I want you to take this away more than anything else, okay? It's time to put on the towel and serve like Jesus. It's time to pick up that towel and serve like Jesus instead of walking past it. And what we want you guys to consider is putting on the towel of service in the context of volunteering on a Sunday morning here so we have enough help for our three services. So let me, again, walk, this, walk you through this in the most practical, straightforward way that I can, all right? On a Sunday morning here, to make everything possible that you get to be a part of, we have five major ministry areas, all right? We have the host ministry, so that is everybody that's greeting you at a door or pouring you a cup of coffee or donut, all right? We have the worship and tech, that's everybody that's playing the instruments or the people that are behind you up, uh, upstairs running the lights and the sound and the cameras, all right, that's the safety services team, the people that are providing our security around the building, as well as medical and emergency response, and our family ministries, which includes students who meet during the second service, and obviously the kids' ministry that meets uh, throughout the service as well. Those five areas are what run on a Sunday morning, and every single one of them has a group of volunteers that help out to make that possible. But I can tell you for a fact right now that every single one of those ministries has holes in it. People are serving more than they feel comfortable doing. People are starting to feel burnt out. That's not even including the fact that we have a third service coming where we're going to need even more help. So each of those ministry areas needs help, and we want you guys to consider putting on the towel and serving like Jesus to help make it possible. So you probably noticed on your way in, we have tables out in the lobby of each of those five ministry areas. And on each table is a card that lists the specific role within that ministry that you can serve in. And that tells you what the time commitment is. It, it describes the idea to you. After service, we want you to go out there before you head home, browse around those options, talk with the people behind the table, and help them understand what serving in that ministry is like, and then commit. I'm gonna even encourage you to don't wait, right? Just sign up now and commit and trust that God's gonna take care of the rest, all right? That's what we want for you guys. It's not something that we want from you guys, all right? Now, I got a, vi a very diverse group of people here, so I got to make sure that I talk to everybody in groups so that, so that everybody understands where we're coming from with all this, okay? So three groups of people that I need to talk to right now. First off, guests, okay? If you are like brand new with us, like this is your, this is your first Sunday, or you've only been with us for a couple weeks, please help me, pl please understand me saying this. First off, we're glad you're here. We just want you to be here right now. We just want to meet you. We want to help you get more involved eventually, but this is not for you. So please don't hear me say that you need to go sign up right now as a first or second time guest. We want this for you eventually, but what we want first is for you to belong before you come more involved. So just keep coming, get to know us, and jump more involved when that time comes.
Thank you for tuning in to Hope for the Day. I hope that this message has been an encouragement to you. I know that it has been to others. You see, it is through the generous contributions of people like you that this ministry can thrive and get God's truth out into the world. I recently received a card from someone who said, Thank you for these messages on Hope for the Day. They are encouraging and refreshing as we get the opportunity to hear biblically-centered teaching that continually points people to Christ. And that is just one of several notes that we have received of those who appreciate the teaching here at Hope for the Day. If you'd like to become a partner of ours, just go to Valley View Christian Church's website at valleyviewcc.com. It's there that you can click on the Give tab, and then you can designate your gift to go to the Hope for the Day ministry. And we would love it if you would partner with us in this way, and I know many others would as well. If you are in the Denver metropolitan area, we wouldn't want you to just be a supporter of ours. We want you to attend one of our services in person to be a part of the experience that we have here at Valley View Christian Church. We offer three service times on Sunday at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. And it's at each one of these services that we record the messages that you hear here on Hope for the Day. Now let's get back to today's broadcast. That's the first group of people. Second group of people, those that are currently volunteering. I want you to raise your hand if you volunteer in any way, shape, or form here, especially on Sunday morning. Lock those elbows, people. Get them up high. There we go. Awesome. First off for you guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. None of this is possible without you guys picking up that towel and serving like Jesus. So we need you to just keep doing what you're doing. All right? We need you to keep serving, keep giving back. One thing we want to ask you to consider whatever may be possible for you in your schedule is to up your commitment in some way, shape, or form to help make this possible. Again, maybe that means you go from serving just once a month to serving twice a month. Maybe that means you go from serving twice a month to helping out every single week. Or maybe, maybe that means on the Sundays you serve, you, you don't just help out with one service, but you help out with two. We want you to consider upping your commitment to help make more of this possible. All right. One thing you've probably heard us say that you're going to hear us say more as a leadership team here, this new culture we're, we're trying to create, we want you to do this. We want you to attend one and serve one. If you are a member of this church, you belong here, we want you to attend a service and serve at a service to help out with both. And again, to put on the towel and serve like Jesus did. Now, the third group of people I want to talk to you is those of you who are not currently serving on a Sunday morning in any, any way, shape, or form, but you've been around the church for a while, you're a member of this church, right? If that's you, if I had to venture a guess, you may be already running reasons in your head about why you can't serve on a Sunday morning. Maybe it's one of these reasons right here. Hey, I'm too busy to serve on a Sunday morning. My schedule is way too full. You know, I'm not really skilled in any of these needs here, so I can't really help you out. Hey, my kids have sports on a Sunday mornings, and I don't want them to miss out on that, and I spend too much money for them to miss out on that. Maybe it's one of these. Sundays are one of my only two days off, dude. I got to get some fun stuff done up in the mountains, skiing, hiking, camping, whatever it is. Sorry. Hey, I'm too old to help out with kids' ministry. I actually hear this one a lot. I'm too old to help out with kids' ministry. You know, I don't feel like a very friendly person to serve here, so it's just not my personality. I can't help out with that. The list goes on. You know, God has blessed me financially, and that's how I give to this church. I don't need to serve. 
Or maybe it's, hey, you know what, you guys seem to have enough help here. I show up every week, everything runs the same as normal, so you don't really need me. Okay, if that is you, and you are thinking one of those things, can I just real gently as one of your pastors for a second push back against a passive mindset like that? All right? If you can allow me in a, in a very loving way to encourage you to not make excuses like that, but to say yes and put on the towel like Jesus. Because what I would suggest to you is that making excuses and reasons like that for not serving on a Sunday morning is the modern day equivalent of getting to the top of the stairs and looking at the bowl and saying, that's not my job anymore. I'm going to let other people take care of that. It's time for all of us as followers of Jesus to put on the towel and serve just like he did. Because here's what you're going to find, church, right? Serving, especially on a Sunday morning here, is not simply a job that needs to get done or a role that needs to be filled. It is an opportunity to be a part of what God is doing here. It's an opportunity to go from simply being an observer here to being a participant, it's an opportunity to go from, from not only just seeing what's going on here, but also contributing and help make it possible. And here's what you're going to find. When you start serving, that spiritual principle is going to kick in. If you're doing the same things that Jesus did in serving, you're going to become more like him. You're going to have more peace. You're going to have more fun. You're going to meet new people here in the church, and you're going to feel like you're giving back to everything that God is doing here now and into the future. It's time to serve like Jesus and put on the towel. Right? So again, we want to help make that possible for you through those different things that we have there in the lobby. Jesus himself, as the Son of God, put it this way. He said, the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. That's what all of us should seek after as followers of Jesus, not to come here and to just be served by everybody else that's pouring the coffee and watching the kids and running the tech equipment, but to serve ourselves as we serve other people and help make this possible. I have a coach that I meet up with once a month who helps me walk through uh, working in ministry and, and things that are like that. Um, and he shared a story with me one day about his, his wife and how she came to the faith. She did not grow up in a Christian home in any sense, uh, but it was still a good family. They just didn't go to church. Well, as a little girl, she was friends with a girl at school whose family was very actively involved at church. And so her friend would always invite her to come. She kept, she kept bugging her about it, said, we want you to come, we want you to be a part of it. And this little girl really wanted to go to the church, but she couldn't drive. She didn't have a way to get there. And so this is what she does. One, one morning, she, uh, she kind of like tells her family on a Sunday morning, like, hey, we're going to church, right? So get your church clothes or find something that could work for church clothes since we don't do that, and we're going to go. And that's exactly what they did. So they get in the car as a family. They head to their friend's church. They get out, and they start walking up to the building. And the very first person that they interacted with was a volunteer who was standing outside the door waiting for them so they could hold the door open and greet them. And so this guy sees this new family come up, led by this little girl in the front. And when they get to the door, this is what he does. He holds it open, and he gets down on one knee at her level, and he says, Ma'am, that's a really pretty dress you have on this morning, and we're glad that you're here. And that was that lady's first interaction ever at a church, and the thing that kickstarted her entire journey with Jesus. And church... 
We have opportunities like that in our future every single week for the next few decades to come. We have an opportunity to say, you know what? I'm gonna put on the towel and serve like Jesus because that's all it took for her story was one volunteer signing up to serve, putting on the towel and serving like Jesus did. In church, it's our job to follow in our Lord's footsteps and to do the same as we put on that towel and serve other people. So let's pray together and we'll move on in our service. Father God, we love you so much and we are so grateful for Jesus and his willingness to not only come into this world and serve us through his life and his death and his resurrection, but also through his acts of service during his ministry. And we thank you so much for the story of him washing his disciples' feet and the example that that sets for all of us. So help make that possible here, Lord, as we seek to do faithful ministry in serving you and advancing your kingdom. And pray that you would, you would work in the hearts and minds of everybody in this room to call them, to convict them, to challenge them to step up and serve and to be a part of what you are doing here. We love you so much, Father, and we thank you for the love for us. And we pray these things in Jesus' crucified and risen name. Amen. Well, unfortunately, we have to bring today's message to a close. But my hope is that the word that was spoken was an encouragement to you. That's always our hope here at Hope for the Day. Did you know that these messages are recorded at Valley View Christian Church every Sunday? And if you're here in the Denver metropolitan area, we'd love to have you attend one of our Sunday services at Valley View Christian Church. We have Sunday service times at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. And we'd love to have you come and attend one of those services and be with us. And I, Pastor Philip Holland, would love to meet you in person. And also remember that the Hope for the Day broadcast is available on your favorite podcast provider. So we look forward to having you again with us on Hope for the Day.